you want them to choose you. You want them to like yeah. your side better. But the reality is I'm loading down yeah. my kiddo with this burden because honestly, like I'm too cowardice to say it myself. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We're excited you're here with us, Scott and Vanessa. We are here with you again, and we have an amazing special guest with us, Dr. Cassie Reed, and we're going to be diving into some cool stuff today. Uh, Before we do that, if you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment, send us an email at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. We'd just love to hear from you, Uh, and we hope that you really enjoy this episode. Yes, so you guys... Dr. Reed is back in the house with us. I'm so happy. Yeah. So fun. I know. She is awesome. Um, we love Dr. Reed. Um, you know, you guys probably already know, but just to reintroduce, she's a wife, she's a mom, she's a stepmom. Um, she's also an LPC supervisor. So Dr. Reed actually leads, uh, the, she's the director of the marriage and family therapy program at the King's University, which is where I go and I'm currently in my master's. So I get to be taught I'm under her, discipled under her, mentored, um, and she's amazing, absolutely amazing. And so, um, and she's also an associate professor of counseling at the King's University as well. And so, we're just excited to pick your brain and talk about some juicy stuff. Okay, it's good. I love it. Well, thanks for having me. Well, before we dive into it, just so people want two things. One, if you if you're not as familiar with with Dr. Reed, go back to our last episodes because we've really gotten into some cool stuff before. Yeah. So you can go back, rewatch those. Those are super fun. Uh, But for those who maybe are just getting introduced to you for the first time, tell us about you. Tell us about your family. Sure. What do you like to do? Yeah, I am. I've been married for 16 years. Mm -hmm. So I am a blended family, Mm -hmm. which is why I think I'm so passionate about helping y'all and just coming around anytime you ask. Um, so my um, stepdaughter is 19, mm-hmm. and I came into her life when she was two, wow. meeting my husband. And then we have a seven-year-old um, mm-hmm. together, so blended. They're the cutest sisters. They it's are. like the most fun because watching her at almost 20 years old and the seven-year-old, they both just have such respect for each other, and mm-hmm. they it's cute. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, I do the Kings, and I am just... Um, so blessed to mix the spiritual and the clinical. Like that's really my passion is to help people stir that together. And I realized like just training counselors is so fun. Like I get to hang out with people like you and (laughs) just laugh and we have wild times. Who knows what's going to happen next? And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I love it. And I love, um, just being a part of the program and, and getting to be around you. There's so much that I've learned and I get to share a lot of that on here, which is super exciting and it's really cool. So we're super excited, um, but I'm excited about today because, you know, if you're watching or listening, you may have, maybe some of you attended the Blended Couples Conference, and that's our um, conference that we have once a year. Um, we had our second one this past year. and it was so good. Yes. Come, and, if you can. Yes. yes. Next time. We had a blast. I thought it was fun. Well, and Dr. Reed and Scott did a, like, counselor's mm-hmm. corner thing, mm-hmm. and so you got free counseling. I love it because Dr. Reed's like, <laughs> give it to me. It's free counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the questions that was asked, and we get this question a lot, and we haven't done it, done a podcast on it, yeah. and so we wanted to talk about that today, but it's, you know, what is the best way to parent and co-parent when one home is full of believers yeah. 
and the other isn't. And I just remember your response to this and coming as a step parent was super powerful. And I know, Scott, you mm-hmm. chimed in on it as well. So just kind of want to start there, Dr. Eden. Sure. You know, get your thoughts. Yeah, on that. no, it's true. Because, uh, you know, it's interesting because Lundy is my 19 year old. And her mom, as, as a woman, sort of of faith, mm-hmm. but how that's demonstrated is so different from how yeah. we would walk that out, how we were serving in church, the things we were doing. So, um, you know, I think it's really just a respect. Mm-hmm. It's that I'm going to live my life consistently across the board and show you proof and evidence and fruit of what I'm going to mm-hmm. do, regardless of what you're going to do. Yeah. And I just think... Um, speaking truth into Lundy or any of your kids. I mean, I'm using Lundy as an example, but like speaking truth into your kids and letting them know who they are from a spiritual perspective, even if they're not getting that on the other side Mm. or anything, it's just really having to put your own biases or beliefs aside, not your beliefs, but your beliefs of what they're not doing or what she's not getting. It's trusting that the Lord's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Absolutely. and there's different levels of this. And, and I want to kind of just, you know, kind of speak to wherever, if you're listening, you know, the levels that this could be achieved. So I think the most extreme example is, is one family is, is, is a Christian. Uh, they li- live in out Christian values, whereas the other family is completely maybe atheist. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, we don't believe, we actually believe this is not true. Right. Mm-hmm. So that is one super extreme, yes. extreme example. And but I know, real. but yeah. very real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and it kind of gradually upsteps from there to the point where you may be, hey, this, this Christian home is one of those that, man, we're in church every Sunday. We're in church every Wednesday. This is something we pray every day together. I mean, this is something they live daily. And then the home is maybe like, well, we're, we're a Christian, but, you know, church home's not really our thing. Yeah. Or I don't really believe in going to church. Um, so the dynamic and then so you have the parents part of this of like, oh, this is where our belief system is. Then you have the children that are involved in this and they're bouncing from home to home and they're going, well, okay, I'm going to be over here. So I've got to tell my friends I can't do this on Wednesday night or I can't can't stay out late because I'm going to have to um, go to church Sunday morning or you can't stay over at our house because we're going to church in the morning, something of that nature. So the kids kind of bouncing forth and they're going, okay, where? How do I navigate this? Yeah. So let's let's just talk from a kid's perspective, mm-hmm. not from a parent, from a child perspective. What what? How can we pour into them and say, hey, this is how you navigate that? Oh, that's a great question because you, I think I I personally like seen that in practice, but mm-hmm. also seen that in Lundy of like what's the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. And I think if if I can tell a real mm-hmm. blunt, honest yeah. story, I remember this time we were in church with Lundy and I remember she like raised her hands and I kind of saw her worshiping the Lord, you know, and it was almost like just frustration came over me because I knew that it was fake. Yeah. Well, I was judging that, but it was the principle of like, I was frustrated with her for not manifesting her spirituality the way I thought she should. Mm. And the Lord convicted me so hard that day because it was like, well, first you're judging, Mm. like period, I was wrong. Yeah. But then also it's like, I can't have an expectation for that in the sense of behavior and all of that, right? Like I want to watch her walk out her own faith, her own way. Mm -hmm. So it's supporting that. It's saying, I'm going to lay a foundation. Um, But I think with littler kids, Mm -hmm. calendars are always good. Mm -hmm. Understanding they are brilliant. Yeah. Kids are brilliant. Even at one, two years old, like people think, oh no, no, they don't know. Mm -hmm. They do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They know how to differentiate. You think about this. Kids know 
when you're home or when he's home, right? Like yeah. your kids know. Emmy yeah. knows. You know, like yeah. who's the softy? <laughs> it's me. Who is this? I'm the, I'm the softy. <laughs> he's the softy. Oh, yeah, gosh. total softy. So they know that, right? Yeah. They know how to discern that between you. Yeah. So it's the same thing with spirituality. I think they learn how to discern mm-hmm. and teaching them to trust their gut, which is like my motto. But it's like. what feels right to you? What feels the best to you? I'm going to present you with truth. And just like I would anyone else, how are you going to take that? Are you going to take that? But I think setting them up a schedule, setting them up the understanding of like, we do this on Wednesday Mm -hmm. and Friday. This is a kind of a standard for our house. This is what we do. And as long as you're with us, this is what you're going to do with us. And Mm -hmm. we love for you to be with us and, you know, kind of making it exciting. But I think understanding their little hearts and the confusion and make an open space Mm -hmm. to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I see so many parents who, um, judge that too mm-hmm. you know it's like oh well they don't know they're mm. going over there you yeah. know they're yeah. presbyterian yeah. or they're da, da. like yeah. you know you're, and you're basically it's judgment yeah. yeah like you're judging their religion yeah. and the way they do things whether you believe it or not that's unhealthy for kids yeah yeah no that's so good and i think they pick up on that i mean I, and i remember just being completely transparent and vulnerable when we were in a really rough season i remember thinking, I'm like, oh, they don't go to church. They don't. Well, then come to find out, like after I'm having conversation with Michael, he's like, oh yeah, my dad got baptized. And And I like had no idea. And I'm like, man, God is working in their Mm -hmm. family. And I had this preconceived notion or again, a judgment of, oh, they're not doing this or they're not doing that. And, you know, because it was was very important for us that Michael was in church every Sunday and we had communicated that to them. Mm -hmm. We had said, hey, if you can't take him, we will come pick him up on your weekend and take him. Um, And But just through conversation, man, I was so convicted by that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, little do I know. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the Lord was really working in their family and doing some things. So, I mean, I, I love that you said that because I think that's, I think it's something that we all do, yeah. especially like biological to step parent or, you know, step parent to biological or, or, you know, whatever that is. Well, and, and we talk, you know, it's funny how certain topics kind of span into other things. And, you know, we've talked about parent alienation and, and uh, manipulation a lot on our podcast, but we don't ever relate it to, okay, let's relate it to Christianity. Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean by that. And y'all talk about the judgment side of this. And as parents, we have an, we have a vulnerability to judge. And remember, the child's in the middle. Yeah. And so they're getting the ping pong effect of, okay, I'm getting this, this, this is what they're telling me here, and this is what they're telling me here. But imagine the, the parent alienation and the manipulation coming into play here. So when you drop little hints like, yeah. well, if you were yeah. here, you know, <gasps> you'd probably be a little bit happier because we go to church every Sunday. Yeah. And I, I can't believe they said that to you because that's just not right. Right. And and not only is it not right, they're wrong. And so there's this idea of kind of looking down your nose going, okay, I'm going to be the judge and jury here and tell them that they're wrong. Other than just saying, hey, you know, they may not believe the same things we do, but we're going to love, we love them anyway. Right. And, and over here, we're going to do this. And and I understand that that may be a little different, but we're still going to do this. And we encourage you if you, if you know, especially as you get older into your teenage years and you're driving, that you can do that as well, right. um, but not being the judgmental mm-hmm. parent and not p- positioning them to say, right. hey, you cannot have a relationship with your other parent because they don't believe the way we do. Yeah. yeah. No, it's such a, you know, so many 
parents in that situation just really stink at clear communication yeah. because what you're doing and kind of how I envision it in my mind is like you have, you know, the kiddo has this basket and every time you're doing that, you're loading them down mm -hmm. with your stuff mm -hmm. and then asking them to carry it into the other place. Cause you're saying that because you sort of want them to say that, right? You want them to choose you. You want them to like yeah. your side better. But the reality is I'm loading down yeah. my kiddo mm -hmm. with this burden because honestly, like I'm too cowardice to say it myself. Mm -hmm. It's good. And it hurts because yeah, it's good. like I think about the times I would do that. Like when you say that, I'm kind of like, oh, gosh, my poor. I just want to call my stepdaughter right now and be like, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. You know, it's yeah. like and we've had great conversations since then. But it's like not wanting to make her carry things yeah. because of my own insecurity. That's good. Because it's really me that yeah. feels insecure and doesn't want to address it. Yeah. Where, like you said, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. You were being baptized and having a whole revival. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was none the wiser. <laughs> well, and I'm going to take it to, a, to another more personal level because just, we're just kind of stepping this along. But even as, you know, children get exposed to, you know, Christianity and they get exposed to Jesus, and maybe that's exposure to your house. Now I want you to play this situation out. The child comes back and, you know, goes, maybe goes to the other home and says, hey, I'm really thinking about becoming, uh, getting baptized. And the other parent says, absolutely not. You don't need to do that. Mm. And they come to you and they say, well, I'd really like to be baptized. So how do you as a parent Ooh. navigate that? You know, and, and again, what we're trying to do, especially as we roll into that phase of life, is we're trying to teach our children to make the decisions. Right, right. We're trying to, you know, especially as a decision to follow Christ, we say, hey, this needs to be a personal decision for you. Mm -hmm. So it's this this odd situation where you're kind of going, okay, I'm going to back up yeah, and I'm going to kind of put this on that child to say, what do you think is the best situation right. for you? Well, and I think that's the thing is honoring their choice. Yeah. Just like, I mean, you have to maybe take it out of this context and that helps my brain a little, but it's like if Johnny wants to play soccer yeah, and you're super stoked about him playing soccer and, you know, dad isn't down or mom isn't down with that. It's mm -hmm. like Johnny's wishes are Johnny's wishes and we yeah. have to figure out how to honor those. Yeah. And it's always like, I want to say this, it's so sassy, but it's like, we're not married for a reason. And this mm -hmm. is probably one of them, religion. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that could be mm -hmm. a very big thing as to why people are maybe not together anymore. Mm -hmm. But I think it's figuring out how to honor the kid and mm -hmm. honoring what they want, what they feel, what they sense, yeah. what they want to do. Mm -hmm. I remember though, it was a beautiful moment when Lundy got baptized because her mom came. Yeah. And it was just this neat process of like, we didn't sit together. We weren't there at that point, but it's like, she was there and yeah. supporting her. And it was, it just meant a lot. I think for every time we all were in the same room mm -hmm. and I just hear kids who talk about that, who were like, well, my dad couldn't go. My mom couldn't go. My yeah. dad didn't like that. My mom couldn't like that. And so I just think it's encouraging that other parent is to say, Hey, listen, like this isn't about me winning. Yeah. yeah. And I encourage you just to talk to our kiddo and ask them about it because yeah. Yeah. I'm not prompting this. And, you know, most churches now I find their children's ministry does an amazing job of being mm. sure. Yeah. It's not the mom being like, no, you go down front today and you give yeah. your life to the Lord. You know, yeah. it's like they talk to the kids. They make yeah. sure they know what they're doing. Yeah. They walk them through that. My seven-year-old was baptized this summer and it was like great to see the process. Yeah. It's like you're making sure that these kids aren't just walking out a parent. It's not mm -hmm. one more way to get a... Yeah. A win in your column when it comes to the blended family thing, you know? Absolutely. You know, and it made me think of like, 
I think sometimes we it's almost like we invite a spirit of religion into our home when we're saying you have to yeah. do it X, Y, Z. And mm. I remember I grew up, uh, my stepdad, my dad, you know, Southern Baptist, my grandfather was a Southern Baptist preacher. And I remember calling and asking him about tongues and speaking in tongues. And he was just like, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about, we, that's no. And I'm like, but dad, it's all in the book of Acts. And he's, you know, but I, and there was a point and I remember, I remember being in the car and I remember realizing like, I've been believing what my parents mm -hmm. have been believing, mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit was taking me on this journey with him of like, there is so much more wow. here, you know? And I think, um, I think we can do that to our children sometimes mm -hmm. too, like being brought up like that. No, it's supposed to be this, 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 this way. But when we can, again, you know, swallow our pride or whatever you, you know, however you want to say it, but sit back and be like, you know what, this is your decision. And how can we help foster you in this process? Yeah. And, and you make that decision. I remember, um, when you were talking about Lindy, it made me think of Michael. I remember when Michael made that decision, I was like, and I'm gonna be frank, I was hell-bent because I was like, I'm gonna baptize him. I had always wanted to baptize mm -hmm. him. I was like, I'm gonna do this. And I remember his dad wanted to too. But then we were like, hey, how would you like, what does this look like to you? Mm -hmm. What would you like for this mm -hmm. to look like? And he's like, I want the pastor to baptize me. Well, and I was like, <laughs> okay. And we were all there together. Okay. like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> it it looks like nice a, now. But yeah. then you were probably like, I'm gritting my teeth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, you know, and it was tough because I, I just, that was something as a mom I always wanted to do. But yeah. you know what? That was Michael's journey. That was his, you know what, mom, this is what this is. This looks like for me. This is what I want it to be. Um, and I, that day too, I got his stepmom and his dad, we all were worship. We had just come out of our litigation season. Let me tell wow. you, like God can perform miracles because we hadn't even finished yeah. mediation yet. And they came to the church. We were worshiping together oh, and then that. got to watch Michael get baptized. And so, I mean, God, he so many amazing things, but again, um, yeah, just letting them make that decision, but how yeah. can we foster and support them in that? Yeah. And I'll say one other thing here, you know, and this is the part that that because um, I love what you said about the winning part because I, I know this is a real thing with 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 blended families is if the child child the child like yeah if you know John decides that he's going to get baptized and um, that's going to happen I think there is a part of the the maybe the family that is you know has been pouring into them and be like oh my gosh we won yeah <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. There now is a victor yeah. in this situation. Yeah. I am one and you are two <laughs> and there's a winner. So let me challenge you on this. Number one, you didn't win. God won. Yeah. And he knew he was going to win all along. And so if you're in that situation or if your kids are moving down that, don't let your pride jump in yeah. here and go, okay, we're the winners, we're the victors. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of that I would say is watch what, through that decision, yeah. watch the mending of blended families. Because I have seen also families who are completely atheist have the love of a child come into the love of Jesus and watch him change mm -hmm. their lives. Yeah. Um, and that's extremely possible. So I, I just want to give that as kind of an encouragement. Because yeah. I know there are families out there that are like, man, I am beating my head up against yeah. the door, being called every name in the book because I just want to go to church yeah. with my child. And my ex-spouse does not believe that. Mm -hmm. um, and so... You know, and that may be the temporary season that you're in, but that doesn't that that won't be the season you're in 
Yes, um, that's true. Well, eventually they're old enough to decide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Well, Dr. Reed, um, we're coming to a close, but you know, being a stepmom and a part of a blended family, mm. you know, anyone that's listening, watching right now, what just nugget of wisdom? Like, what is there something like on your heart that you would just want to speak to families? Anyone who's listening right now and maybe just really struggling with this and has struggled with mm-hmm. this and their uh, blended family. You know, I think, um, oh man, that's a lot. There's a lot I think I could say, but now that Lundy's 19, I I don't think that there's ever a time, like when she was two, three, four, and I was in the thick of it, you Mm -hmm. know, just really still raw and Mm -hmm. real and just married and they were just divorced and all the things happening. And it's like, she's an amazing person. Mm And I love her so much, like her creativity and like the things that she's about that I think I got caught up in the winning sometimes and Mm. I miss knowing her. Mm. And I just love who she is. I mean, I love that I know her now and like I can see her and I could go shop for her or just stuff knowing her now. Mm. It's like I, I don't regret, but I think how often was she not a person to me that it did yeah. become a win. And it was about me having an extension of myself through her where really I am an independent person. And so is she, Yeah, you know, and not having that be a reflection. She's not a reflection of me per se, right? She's her own person. And yes, am I going to raise her? Am I going to do the best of my ability? And Mm -hmm. am I going to try to have it be matching my morals and values? Of course. Mm -hmm. But she is wise and smart and she was presented with a lot of truth and she's able to choose now. And it's cool to see her be independent and adult. Yeah. Weird, but good. Yeah. Love that. Man, that's so good. That, yeah. that even like, because Michael, he's getting ready to go to I college. I know. You know. So it makes me think of, you're absolutely right. I mean, we can pour into them as much as we can, but just trusting and surrendering them to God every day because they're his first before ours. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with today. Definitely thanks to, to Dr. Reed for oh, being here for and me. sharing her wisdom. We hope that this episode is encouraging to you because if you're in this battle and if you're in this fight, uh, we just want you to be encouraged and understand that uh, there's a bigger picture playing out here. Yeah. So guys, thanks so much for being with us today. If you can, again, like, share, comment, subscribe. We'd love to notify you every single week when we drop a new podcast. You guys take care. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.